The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. They're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, they're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, they're right, right on, right on, right on the money. The financial guys, your trusted advisors. The financial guys, right on, right on, right on the money. It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local investment professionals Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Good afternoon. It is not Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle. It's Mike Hayflick and Jeff Boron. Jeff, we made Good it afternoon. in here you know, just I, two I weeks heard that ago. Song. We were after, here. after we got that text message, I feel like saying, you know, aren't we being a little hard on the beaver? <laughs> <laughs> it does sound a little leave it to beaverish, but you know, it's catchy. I, I, I think so. And I think someone pegged it pretty well. They said, you know, it's equally catching and annoying. Yeah. And, and Mike Lomas, of course, he goes, perfect. That, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's great. That's, great. that's exactly what we were you looking know, for. It is annoying because when you hear it that first day that I heard it in the office, it was like all day long. It just kept ringing in my ear. And everyone so was sort this, of humming and whistling. My, and it did out. feel like it's the beeve, you know, where you're waiting right. for Wally, uh, Wally Cleaver to come through the doors. And That's right. Anyway, so, yes, yeah, so it I'll is my cape. Like, <laughs> right, right. We are here today. Uh, we're sitting in for Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle. And beautiful Saturday of Labor Day weekend 2017 here. And I guess and, we should enjoy this today because tomorrow is going to be a rainy day from what uh, I heard. That's what it looks you know, it's like. a big day. Sunday's always a big day for me and it rains every time. And we're and down in. Summer, you down know into the 40s at night, 50s yeah. at night. Well, last night. Oh, I woke up this morning. The, <laughs> the door was open, you know, to the outside from our from our bedroom. I felt like I was going to shovel snow in my room. <laughs> like, Jeff hey, says he felt like he was laying in snow. <laughs> yeah. it was, I, I wonder who was who did break down though and turn on their furnaces. Yeah. Come on, don't don't go yeah, don't go turning yeah. the furnaces on. Get the comforters out, right? Hey, listen, we're going to have a great show today. We're going to focus the first part of the show. On Donald Trump came out, made another speech, and mm-hmm. is going full court ahead on tax reform. So we want to get some of your opinions on Donald Trump's plan, as well as, probably more importantly, what do you think is fair? Because uh, mm-hmm. Donald Trump's tax plan, as it rolls out, will have a bigger effect, or impact, I should say, on New Yorkers and, and people in California uh, because of some of the things that eliminate. So we'll go through some of those things, get your opinion on that. But, uh, you know, the, the big question I think everybody's going to have is what is fair? How much should the top 1% pay? Is that fair? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what, what percentage of the population or what income level should you pay no tax? On? Right. And, and even more so, everyone's going to look at each other and say, all right, how does this impact me? <laughs> right? right. It's going to be honey. How is this going to hurt us? How is this going to help us? How is this going to hurt our our uh, you know our kids who are trying to get into college and we're going to have to pay for this? And um, so, everyone's going to want to know. So, that. Now you think about that. You think about the difficulty that we're going to have doing 
Uh, first of all, I think it'll be tax cuts. Then it'll go for the full tax reform, which is a very difficult thing to do. Mm-hmm. But tax reform, the IRS code now is 7,000-some-odd pages. Right. And most of those have these small loopholes and all these exceptions mm-hmm. for you know groups that have lobbied, gotten their way, special interest groups, favors to those people in Congress. Well, eliminating those, obviously, will be... Yeah, very controversial because there's the congressman that got these special tax loopholes in for a group and they're going to take them away Well, he's going to fight. And then they, that's for those people who have, or those big companies who have teams and teams of CPAs and attorneys and, and beyond just to figure out what does the tax code allow us to do? That's right. You know, and and the whole thing is, so uh, we're going to play a a trip from a little clip from Donald Trump in one second, Mm -hmm. but the whole thing is. Uh, Schumer's already being very, very vocal, saying that if this gives one break to the rich, we're not going to support it. And I think Trump is going to be smart enough where he's going to need support from some of the Democrats. Mm -hmm. And we got a pretty hard lesson on health care. So I think he's going to try to go for a more. But it's going to be very difficult because it's tough to please everybody. Absolutely. Like anything, there's going to be winners and losers and Mm -hmm. no one wants to be on the losing side. Right. Well, it's great to be here. We're going to have a little fun here today, too. As Jeff said, we're going to talk taxes. What's Trump's plan? What are some of the pros and cons? Um, We're really happy to be here. Um, So if you're out there, what, driving, shopping, washing your car, having lunch, boating, fishing, whatever you are doing, we really appreciate you tuning in today. Um, And then also, Mike, uh, after the 2 o'clock break, Mm -hmm. uh, if you know anybody or your family member, maybe your son or daughter, grandchildren, etc., have college-bound children, you'll want to tune in right after the 2 o'clock news break. I've got Robert Savet from Sage Tuition Rewards talking about a scholarship that everybody can be eligible for. And uh, it's, a, it's a great program. It's uh, the real deal. So he's going to talk about the scholarship program. Mm-hmm. And we're going to talk a little bit about college planning as well, my uh, specialty, mm-hmm. second, second hour of the show. Yeah, and I know Natalie Beeline as well. Right, right? she's going to give a she's going to give a call and talk about our Indigo planning. Uh, we thought it'd be appropriate time. Back to school is coming for all of our high school students. Uh, you know, yes. it's a matter of days, and they'll be yep. back in the classroom. So if you've got a student, freshman, sophomore, junior, maybe even a senior, mm-hmm. um, a good time to listen and, into the and, show. On yeah, so maybe even text those people if you are out there and you're thinking someone might benefit from some of those things. They can even stream online to listen to WBEN. Um, and, uh, you know, mentioning back to school, some, some students and teachers, actually some college students I know, go back to their, their campuses somewhere, you know, away from Buffalo, New York, if, right. if you're away, or even on campus here in town. They've already gone back, and, and so too have a lot of teachers. So, um, you know, good luck to all those folks uh, that have gone back. And, good luck uh, to all the students I work with. Hopefully they're adjusting well to living away from absolutely. mom and dad's house and in a dorm room, and uh, hopefully they're behaving a little bit. Right? Yeah, you got to behave, <laughs> folks, out there. <laughs> um, the other public service announcement for all the drivers out there, especially young drivers, pay attention to the school buses, okay? Do not text while you're driving. Don't do both, like ignore the school bus and text. Don't do any combinations of these things. This is a really, really dangerous time of the year for people who are out there driving. We're not used to the school buses being out there and suddenly these lights flashing. Now, I've been on like roads that are four and five lanes wide. If that bus is flashing its lights on the far left side of that three lanes, yeah, uh, you've got to right you've got to be aware and you've got to stop, right? Right. I mean, the worst the worst tragedies are the ones where you hear that young kids, you know, or any any kids of any ages 
have gotten hit by people who weren't paying attention. So folks out there, please, as a public service announcement, make sure you're paying attention out there. Um, this is the back to school time, the unofficial end of summer. Um, don't let that happen, okay? Don't be one of the people who um, are part of that. And and if you're students out there, be be aware, be careful out there too. You know, don't just cross, wait for the bus driver to give you that signal, right? Um, hey, and, and also just we, we love to do workshops and seminars, Jeff, right? And, and I know you have a double or uh, let's see. You have a AAA college planning seminar coming up Wednesday, the 13th of September. Wednesday, the 13th of September at AAA at their Amherst uh, location over on International right off of uh, Sheridan Drive. Usually very, very well attended. You want mm-hmm. to give a call into the office, reserve a spot, because it does cap the room. It does have a capacity. But that is everything you want to know about college, all the way from how to do college, mm-hmm. career, and major selection to SAT and ACT preparation, to more importantly, what I do, I think, how are we going to pay for this? And what are some techniques to reduce the cost of college? Right, right. And this is important, I think, because a lot of people out there, they they think, oh, college planning, financial advisors, all they want to do is push 529 plans. And that is absolutely not what you do, John. Not what we do. I I, I think I've I've done two or three 529 plans in the past year. It's just, it's really a lot of what I do, unfortunately, is late stage academic and financial planning. Mm -hmm. Late stage, meaning my son or daughter is already a sophomore or junior in high school. You know, we didn't we didn't start planning when they were babies like we all know we should, but that's just not the way the world works. So no, late no. stage talking about how to reduce it, how to let your son or daughter graduate from college without having thousands and thousands of dollars in debt right, so they have right. to end up moving back home because they can't afford it. Yeah, what a miserable way to finish your college career is to say, hey, mom, dad, I haven't gotten a job. It doesn't look too good, and I need to move back in. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> your or parents' I, jobs I've are got a job, but my time. student loan payments are $2,700 a month, yeah. and between all my expenses, there's no way I can have an apartment, too. Right. Is this, like, for real? And yes, it is for real if you end up in that situation. So, so again, Jeff will be at uh, the AAA location at 100 International Drive on Wednesday, September 13th, 6 to 7.30. You can call 633-1515 right now to register. Just leave your name and number, and we'll get back to you to confirm. Um, our offices are closed on Monday uh, for Labor Day, but call. you can call now, and uh, someone at the, at the front then, will, will get back you to know, you. Also, Mike, we're going to talk to Robert Savette from Sage Tuition Rewards, but all of those attending that AAA workshop mm-hmm. will receive 500 tuition reward points. It's just like a frequent flyer. It's a $500 discount guaranteed off about 355, 360 private schools across the U.S. Wow, that's awesome. The other thing, too, I just want to mention, um, we have a big forum, we call it, that's really the second annual financial super forum. It's going to be on Saturday, November 4th. It's an all-day event. This year it's at the Buffalo Niagara Marriott on Millersport Highway. And uh, the second hour of that is going to be an interactive um, basically a live broadcast of our show. Mike and Glenn will be there right. broadcasting. It'll give people a chance, whoever attends, to actually a- ask questions of Mike and Glenn, maybe me, maybe you, Jeff, um, and it'll be live broadcast. So that, it sh- that should be a lot of fun. We're looking forward to that. It's a great event last year. Yeah, right. and we're making some improvements. And if you want to go ahead and uh, and register for that again, call 633-1515. All right, we'll take a short break. We'll be right back. We're going to talk about Donald Trump and tax reform.
All right, welcome back. How's that for an appropriate song? Right? Wow, it's it's almost depressing though because then you just start. You, I kind of get these flashes of of the people like waist high, uh, waiting in, inside to their water house. from their inside front door. Inside their house. Oh, oh my gosh, high. the the people in nursing homes were waiting and waiting for for the uh, the rescuers. Tremendously. Well, I just heard sad. yesterday that uh, there are twelve or eighteen dogs from Houston that were rescued, and they're in Buffalo. Wow. So imagine a couple of months, they look out the window and say, where are we? No kidding. <laughs> what's no what's kidding. all this white stuff? Jeez. Yeah, and I know I've, I've heard just some things lately that, um, you know, lots of generators are being shipped down there. Uh, people are actually heading down there to help. So, so, you know, whatever we all can do, I think it's appropriate to do so. We are America, right? Even That's though it's right. Texas, you, you know, sometimes we think we'll never get down to Texas. Well, it's still part of our country. And Boy, our prayers are with those folks down there. And if you are out there here in our area and you have friends, family members, um, God bless you. And I, I hope that everyone can and can get out of this, uh, boy, I don't know, with your lives, basically. That's really That's right. the, the main thing. feel bad for all the people who moved after Katrina to Houston, and now they're going all through it again. Right, right. And now you love New Orleans. Isn't it hitting yeah. Louisiana now a little it bit, It is. Too? I think it's and mostly Western. I don't think it's hit that? the French Quarter area. or wow. you know, But I'm sure they're getting their share of rain, and they can't really accommodate a lot of rain. Yeah. Boy. Anyways, yeah. back to tax reform. We're going to open up the phone lines to talk about what does Donald Trump want to do with taxes? Well, first of all, he's claiming or stating mm-hmm. that he wants to do tax relief for the middle class. He wants to make this tax code simpler, eliminate these loopholes, mm-hmm. uh, maybe take 7,000 pages and something less, hopefully. Yeah, but uh, the devil's in the details. Right, but he wants to grow the American economy. So, you know, the general principle behind what he wants to do is mm-hmm. we're going to take less money from most Americans out of their pockets and we're going to let them spend it. You know, and if you think about it, that is logical. 70% of our economy is consumer spending. So if people have more money to spend, corporations have more money to spend, they can grow, they can hire people. Mm-hmm. And he has to do this, obviously, without adding to the deficit. Right. And that's, you know, obviously I've read a couple different economists. Some are saying they're basically cutting the tax, assuming no extra revenue, and saying, well, we're gonna, it's going to cost us $6 trillion. Not necessarily. Obviously, we're going to have some growth. We're going to have more taxes being paid on more revenue. And that's the plan behind it. Right. Grow the economy, stimulate the economy, give people more of their own money back so they can spend it. But if you look at the tax uh, code, and we're going to play a little clip. Actually, let's play a little clip now, Frank. We'll have uh, what Donald Trump said last week about taxes. We're here today to launch our plans to bring back Main Street by reducing the crushing tax burden on our companies and on our workers. Our self-destructive tax code cost Americans millions and millions of jobs, trillions of dollars, and billions of hours spent on compliance and paperwork. And you have seen what's happening with regulations. They're going fast. We need regulations, but many of them are unnecessary, and they are going fast. All right. Yeah, and so the question is, if they can save uh, here in the U.S. corporate tax dollars, what will they do with it? Um, I think a lot of the the economists who are probably just not in favor of this anyway because it's Trump, 
they think, oh, no, not one penny of that will get spent. Not one penny of it will bring in new employees into that company. And that's just not true. That's not true. <laughs> also, you know, it will have a great effect on the stock market. Because if you think about a company's stock price is based on their earnings mm -hmm. and earnings per share, well, if we're going to cut off that huge tax burden that doesn't necessarily crush the bottom line, they're going to have more earnings. Earnings per share will go up, which then means the stock price will go up. But, you know, Mike, we were looking at corporate tax rates from around the world because it's tough for people to put it in perspective. We've got a chart that's about three pages long, and the U.S. is third from the top. Yes. You know. who's, who's ahead of us? The United Arab Emirates, right. they're, Puerto they're, they're, Rico. Puerto Rico, and, and then, then the United third. States. You go all the way down, and you get to countries like Ireland with 12.5% tax rate mm -hmm. versus our effective 35 or maybe even slightly higher. 12.5 mm -hmm. versus 35, that's huge. There's Absolutely the Cayman huge. Islands coming in at zero, coming along, up, with, along with the Bahamas and Bahrain and... <laughs> Maldives and some others I can't even pronounce. Bahamas are great. They speak English there. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, if you think about that extra tax burden, there's a big reason why the theory works. If you look at Ireland, their economy is growing at about 24, 25% mm -hmm. versus the U.S., which actually is getting better. It's just, you know it's it's starting to it's starting to climb, but sure. we're not not even a fraction of that. Yeah. We want to know what you think, folks. If uh, you'd like to chime in here, eight zero three zero nine thirty star nine thirty from your cell. 1-800-616-9236 if you are out of the area. Um, we'd love to hear what you're thinking. Um, give us your thoughts on Trump's tax plan. What do you think the pros are? What are the cons? Um, are you thinking, yeah, but how is it going to affect me and my household? Because I think a lot of us will do that. Um, he can make these big, bold statements, but the bottom line is, can we still afford what we hope to, to have as a standard of living? As our lifestyle, do we still have money to then put away into retirement accounts, pay for our kids' college, and so forth? So um, give us a call. If you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. I'm Mike Hayflick, Jeff Boron here in studio this week, and uh, having a lot of fun. Yeah, I'm enjoying great. this. So back to, uh, back to the basics. What his plan is covering is if you are married, earn less than $50,000, you will not owe any income tax. None. That's 75 million households, almost 50% from the income tax rolls today. So they're going to fill out a one-page form, not a full tax return, basically saying, hey, I win. I don't pay any taxes. He's going to simplify the tax code, cut down the number of brackets from seven to, mm -hmm. uh, and some say three, some say four, mm -hmm. but uh, greater simplification. And more importantly, if you're a business his initial plan is 15%. I'm hearing no way in heck that's going to happen. 15% for business and taxes. So if you think about it, Mike, if you're a small business guy mm -hmm. and you're a sole proprietor, you will probably end up incorporating to an LLC so that you can drop your effective tax rate to 15% if it's something higher than that. Now, in New York, it's not going to be as favorable to us. Not at all. Not at all. Because <laughs> some of the things he is doing is eliminating a lot of deductions. He's he's increasing what's called the standard deduction, mm -hmm. you know, that amount where if you don't itemize, you take. So he's going to double that. But he's going to eliminate deductions for income tax for New York State, mm -hmm. if you live here, or any state. Right. And property taxes. And school, so, right? Property, right. school, school property, combined, right? right. Yep. Property and school. So if you think about it, in New York State, we are highly taxed when it comes to our income and when it comes to our property. And those will no longer de be deductible. So for a lot of individuals in New York State, that's right. it is not going to be favorable to their bottom line. That's the first pass. Obviously, there's going to be a lot of passes to that. But uh, let's take a call from Joe in East Amherst, who's got uh, a question or a comment on tax rates. 
Joe, how are you? Great. Hi, guys. Hey. Just have a, a quick comment. Mm -hmm. And not that I'm happy about high taxes, but I do have one theory, if you will, that makes me think that I, I have an idea why taxes are so high in our country. Mm -hmm. And that is because we have the most sophisticated military in the world, and we have to be world police. And that has to, no one has to come from somewhere. And so I think that, you know, I don't know exactly what the percentage of our military budget is, but, you know, I, I don't mind paying high taxes for a great military, mm -hmm. but I hate paying high taxes for, like, these ridiculous studies to find out, you know, how frogs mate. Absolutely. <laughs> or or the, the, the 18th study about how do we replace the Peace Bridge, things like that. Yeah. <laughs> It's going to be two, uh, you know, two point five million dollars, so that four people can get some opinions and find out, you know, uh, whether the skyway should be painted again. <laughs> well, and that's all that. Uh, what do they call it? Pork barrel legislation that ends up sneaking into these big bills. I was just listening this week about, boy, it'd be nice if they did a tax break, and it was just simply the tax break. It wasn't all these other extra things, and that's what these congressmen and congresswomen will do. They'll say. Well, I might be on board, but you know, I could use three million in order to, you know, improve a certain intersection of, you know, of of my interstate. Right. And they they get all these things because it's like favor upon favor upon favor. But you know what? What's interesting is we're looking at these different countries. We're looking at corporate tax rates uh, as well as personal. So from the corporate tax uh, tax standpoint, we just have to go to Canada. Mm -hmm. They're almost ten percentage points below U.S. corporate tax rates. And they have socialized medicine. Right, right. So think about that. Now, granted, Canada, I don't think, has the military force that we do, to agree with you, Joe. But, you know, 10 percentage points on a lot of corporate profits, that's that's a ton of money. I think, yeah, Joe, you bring up a great point, though. Just the corruption, the the, the fraud, the, the extra things that they try to sneak in when they're trying to fix something. It's just annoying But study about frauds, that is interesting stuff. It's yeah. worth at least a million or two. Oh, sure. That's, absolutely. Thanks hey, a Joe, lot, thanks Joe. for calling. <laughs> but that was my point, just small and short, but just, you know, I don't mind paying higher taxes for military, but I hate paying them for, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So. I think we're with you. <laughs> your, love your show. Thanks a lot. Thanks, Joe. Hey, we're going to take a quick break here on WBEN. We'll be right back here. Financial Guys. Southern Rock here on WBEN with the financial guys, Mike yeah. Hayflick, Jeff Boron. Jeff always lines up all the music for our show when we're the together. DJ background. Just love it. I, um, and I don't want to forget this. Every time I've hosted the past several times, I forget to mention thank you to Frank behind the glass here producing the show. Thank you to Jason for screening calls. Um, they really are awesome, and they they keep rookies. We're going to get some participation in here from Frank one of these days. They and keep amateurs like us. We're not yeah. Sandy Beach or Tom Bowerly yeah. uh, and David Bellavia, yeah. so so they really do a great job. Um, we're really happy to be back here on the Saturday of Labor Day 2017. I just want to mention, folks, if you need us throughout the week, we do manage money for a living, um, believe it or not. We have fun with the show, but... Throughout the week, we're helping people. Um, if you want to go through our homework process, we'd love to have you pop into our office. 
Um, if you're thinking about retiring soon, you're not sure if it makes sense to do so yet or if it's possible even. Um, I've heard some, some things of late. A lot of people are getting lump sum payment options through their pensions. And if you want to run through numbers to see what solutions are best for you, please come in. Uh, call us, 633-1515. You also might need college planning support. Jeff Boron is the head of our college planning division. We're going to have some guests in about, um, geez, in about a half an hour from now, in the two to three hour. Um, you might need help with Social Security planning and claiming, and I am the specialist to help you there. Um, sometimes it is simple, other times not. <laughs> um, you know, you'll hear some people out there say, oh, sure, you know, are you thinking about taking the benefit? And they just jump on the bandwagon and say, sure, go ahead then, if that's how you feel, yeah, instead I, of giving you any information about it. I, I heard, just take it at 62. Don't even worry about it. That's I've heard that from so many people. I yeah. said, you got to go see Mike. you got to go through the numbers. you got to go through a lot of things in lifestyle. Right. So. There are a lot of times that that's just not the right idea. Now, there are times when people say, I want to do that at 62, and it might make sense. So if you have some questions specifically about that, I'm happy to take your calls right now here at uh, 8030930 but throughout the week if you want to get into your unique situation 6331515 we also help people with health insurance and medicare planning and this is one of the fastest growing divisions in our firm helping people with the myriad of choices that comes every year and um, we're actually going to pull in our medicare planning specialist Brian Janik on the line um, hey Brian Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, hey good. Brian. You're on the air. Thanks for calling in on a beautiful Saturday. I'm sure you have nothing better to do. Yeah. Got to be something sports-related you're doing, Brian. <laughs> Actually, today not. Today is the, the day that you catch up on all the stuff you haven't done all summer. Ah, yes, hey. yes, yes. The so, honey-do list. So, Brian, uh, thanks. You've been helping a number of my clients who are kind of in that bucket where, you know, there's all these different options and choices, and they say, well, you know, I went to – a seminar at, and I won't name the, you know, the big insurance company, but, and all they talked about was what they had. And I said, well, go see Brian, because Brian is independent, just kind of the way we are on the financial side. Mm -hmm. Go see Brian. He can, he can understand what your needs are and fit the plan, uh, just like you helped me with my own. Yes. Um, you know, the, a lot of people right now, up to this point in our area, have been used to uh, going to all the different carrier seminars. Mm -hmm. They go to each one, and then they get back, and they sit down with four or five different carriers, and they put everything out on their dining room table, and then they try to make sense of everything that the carriers told them. Mm -hmm. Well, mm -hmm. the carriers are only going to tell you what the good part about their plan is for your situation. Mm -hmm. They're not going to tell you um, any of the potential they may tell you some of the bad parts of it but sure. so not going to tell you if another carrier has something that's going to be better for your situation right so they won't fill in all the little gaps that you can fill in now being independent tell us what that means you being an independent agent if you will and um i guess almost what like a neutral party in this in this what does that mean for people what that what that means is we are not tied to one insurance carrier <laughs> so we when we look at the plans and we look at everything going on with the with the client, we're looking and saying your situation best fits with this carrier and this plan. Mm -hmm. Even when we sit with a husband and wife, they could have they could have two totally different situations, and one carrier and plan might be best for one of them. Another carrier and a plan might be best for the other one. Right. Okay. Right. What they have now is they now still have 
one point of contact for every for all their questions. Right. Hey, so Brian, there are certain I know I know you can look at this or should look at this uh, at various points of year, but I know there are certain windows when I know that you're crazy busy and we don't even see you come out of the office. What are, what are some of those dates that uh, clients should be aware of? Well, you have uh, the biggest one that, that everyone looks forward to every year is the annual election period. Mm-hmm. Um, starting October 1st is when the public can start to be, is when the public can hear about what plans are available for January 1st, 2018. So that starts October 1st. Mm-hmm. However, you can't start enrolling people until October 15th. So there's kind of a two week window where people can gather information. So October 15th to December 7th is the annual election period. So anybody out there that's currently on a Medicare plan, it's your opportunity to shop for what plan is best for your situation. It could be your health has changed over the course of the over the course of the year, mm-hmm. and your medications change. So it's time to look at a different option. It could be nothing has changed. Mm-hmm. But has another product come to the market that's better for your situation? Right. So your situation hasn't changed, but the carriers have changed or vice versa. The carriers are exactly the same, but now you have different needs. Um, I know one of the other things, Brian, that you've really helped me and a lot of the clients I work with to do is sort of, I don't know if I'm using the phrase right, but coordination of benefits. A lot of times people will say, well, I'm still working, but my husband isn't. He's getting a, uh, you know, a retirement, and it includes health insurance, but he's also ready to turn 65 should he go on Medicare. I mean, there's so many little sort of um, parts to this that I think you can really help people make sense of. Right. Brian, if someone needs to get a hold of you and, and maybe set up a time to get together and understand this, what's uh, call 633-1515. Uh, any other special notices or anything you want to uh, share? Uh, no, uh, just letting people, you know, the biggest thing we want people to know is the fact that they don't have to be alone in the process. Mm-hmm. Right. They have somebody that can know the different plans, know the different carriers, and then get to know your situation and then look at it and decide what is going to be the best plan for the coming year. Right, right. Um, and, and you know, Brian, knowing how things get for you after being in the office and seeing uh, how the whole season went last year, I'd advise people to start calling and booking time now because I know you just get slammed when, uh, when you're in full, full, full gear in October. Right, and, and that's what people have to remember is, you know, we have um, over 400,000 people that are Medicare eligible in Erie County alone. Wow. And um, a little over half, almost half of them have a Medicare Advantage plan. So when... You know, we have a staff of people. There's more than just myself in our mm-hmm. department that are here to help people. So we we do suggest that people for open enrollment, those types of things, if you can call now, set it up for, mm-hmm. for October 15th. This way here, you get the date and the time that works best for, they can get the date and time that works best for them because what will happen is as we start getting into it, you know, the availability will start to shift. And Absolutely. Because you do need sleep, and we do hope you take good care of yourself because <laughs> people right. are depending upon you. Well, anyways, um, <laughs> folks, uh, if you're in that position, I would uh, suggest you give a call to 633-1515. Ask to uh, speak or book some time mm-hmm. with Brian Janik. Brian, thanks a lot for joining us, and uh, get some rest in now because I know what's coming. Yeah, have a good uh, good Monday off.
<laughs> one one last thing for people to know is the fact that sure. we have open enrollment, but people should also be aware that there are cases where people can change plans throughout the year as well. Yes, yes. Okay. And that's, yeah, if you're thinking, folks out there, if you're wondering if that that is something that you should uh, should talk to someone about, Brian is absolutely the person to do so at our financial guy's office at 633-1515. Thanks again, Brian. Thanks, Brian. Have a good, good day off. <laughs> That's that's awesome stuff, and um, I never realized how complicated it was until it is. Until you know, I that's started. what's great about our firm with all the specialists that we have in different areas, and the fact that mm-hmm. we work together as a team. You know, it's I don't have to try to stumble through this or guess or be half cocked when I when I no. tell somebody information. No, I no. say go see Brian or Social Security. Go see Mike Hayflick. It just works out. Great. Yeah, and it's it's so actually the the norm now has become people come in and see one or more people. Right. It's it's not just oh I'm going to go do my my review, my semi-annual or quarterly review. It's now, oh, and by the way, I want, to, I want to see the attorney that you now have on staff. I want to actually see Brian Janik. I want to go talk to Jeff. You know, it's really, really awesome. So, All right, and Frank, we're going uh, to shift back. We've got some callers about taxes. We're going to shift back on taxes uh, probably yeah. right after the – you want to take a quick yeah, break? Let's, you want to blow let's it talk off? to David quick, and then we'll, right. we'll do a quick break. Go All ahead. Right. David, go ahead. David, how are you? Pretty good, gentlemen. Hey, thanks for waiting. Yes, I, I, I uh, maybe you can hold me over because it's my tax thing. Mm-hmm. If you can't, I'll give you the tax thing. There's there's a plan in Congress by uh, Democratic Senator Cardin, Ben Cardin, Maryland, which brings consumption taxes into the picture. Hmm. The financial guys have talked to me before on this. We're going to have we're going to have a show on it. It's it does away with the corporate and business small business tax. Mm-hmm. It, it it gets it gets the taxes for federal government. At the end of, a, of the production cycle, not at the beginning, it's much more conducive to uh, productivity in our country, employment, bringing companies back into the country because they're untaxed. Mm-hmm. So it's called, he calls it a progressive con- consumption tax. You can look it up. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, the finance, it's in the Senate Finance Committee. Then I'm working directly. I'm a professor of physics, but I, I also work in economics in a sense. <laughs> For fun. <laughs> nice. Oh, no, I don't think so. It's called dismal science. Economics is a dismal science. <laughs> that expression? No, I don't think I have. <laughs> I'm writing it down, though. Look that up. It's, it, well, my professor, of course, in Western, he just retired. Uh, he's a professor of international fi- or finance. And mm-hmm. He did a lot of international finance. He's caught in China. He worked for a bank for many years to his wife's chagrin. He went back to academia at one-third to pay. But he has a plan called sensible tax reform. It's a federal consumption tax, and it's even better than Cardin's. Hmm. So, I'll end it with that, but just look it up, sensibletaxreform.org. All right. We will. Thank, right. Thanks, thank David. You. Thank you very much for the call. Yeah, uh, one quick thing on the, on the guy with the military. You got time for that, or just real quick? Um, yeah, go ahead, real quick. Yeah, and, and there's one sentiment. Well, mm-hmm. well, let me first acknowledge, honor, recognize the working people of this country, because this is Labor Day. Mm-hmm. That's what the holiday is, and you guys alluded to it. Sure. If you want to affirm the hard work they do. I work with my head, mm-hmm. people who work with their hands, and farmers, and that need great respect, and they, they make our good life possible in many ways. Mm-hmm. So that's for labor. And then the thing about the military budget, he made the gentleman made really good points, and I'll tell him what the figure is. It's probably 40, 42, 45, some get up to 52, 55% of our treasure every year goes into this huge military machine. Mm-hmm. We, I'm a veteran myself. We want to honor our, our veterans and people who serve, but, but the, the hardware is so expensive, and our 700 bases all over the world, 
it's really out of hand. We spend more than most than all the other countries combined. And as the president is saying, he wants Europe to pay more, but he's still talking small amounts. We have this huge budget, military budget. If we would cut back and still be safe, still be, have our defenses, we would uh, have lots of money to take care of. Well, David, I think the other caller's point was the fact that we spend a lot of money kind of being the police force for the whole world. And, you know, we're not sharing in, you know, we're not getting help with that or compensated Mm -hmm. by some of the the very countries that we're helping protect or some of those countries that should be working with us. So it's not, you know, and and Trump has said that all through the campaign. This isn't, this deck isn't stacked fairly and we're paying more than our share. But is it our job in these other countries to do that either? Well, what I would say is it is until something changes. If, If we can get the support of other countries to help out, but while the world is starting to sort of um, unravel, if you will, um, with the very all the different threats across the world, I don't think it's time to just reduce a budget and say, hey, we're going to save some dollars. I think it's time to say we need to get more support, but we're not going to just stop budgeting for it. We, right, need, because, to be, we need to police. Last else, time Obama pulled out, that's that's where ISIS grew. Yeah, you can't you know, just so make a decision. You can't just pull out and, and, and leave these vacuums. It's like resetting a budget in your life now that you've got $40,000 of credit card debt and you just say, ah, you know what, I just won't, I'll just pretend it it isn't there. You can't pretend that there aren't threats across the world. So anyway, thanks, David. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. And if you want to reach us right now at 803-0930, star 930 from your cell, 1-800-616-9236. John from Rochester is on deck. We'll be right back after a quick break. You're listening to the Financial Guys here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Happy Labor Day weekend from the Financial Guys. Mike Hayflick and Jeff Boron in studio today with, uh, in place for Mike Lomas and Glenn Wiggle. I'm sure they're enjoying their time off. Yeah, well-deserved. Absolutely. Well deserved. Those, those guys work. They're, they're never off. You Mike. know what I mean? Mike Mike, and Glenn are never off. You know, know, I'll send uh, Mike a message, like an email, you know, at 10 o'clock at night saying, oh, he'll read this <laughs> in the morning, but while, you know, while I'm thinking about it, I'll just send it to him. I get a reply at 10.05. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah no, they, they, love, they love what they do. We love what we do. And... Uh, great team we have, I think, and, and credit to them because they've really established quite a group of independent and, um, you know, I guess specialists. Co- collaborative right, specialists. Collaborative right? specialists. It's great, great team. Uh, we're fun. talking taxes, folk, and, um, you know, Trump uh, has released kind of a preliminary overview of his tax code, something a lot of New Yorkers won't be in favor of. So let's talk a little bit more, and we're going to get to a couple phone calls. One of the things that'll be controversial for guys like Chucky e. Schumer, he's saying, I want no breaks at all for the wealthy. Well, the top tax code right now, or the the top tax rate right now is 39.6. That will drop to 33, Mm -hmm. maybe 35. You know, those numbers are vacillating. But the other thing is what's called the death tax. So currently, if you have more than $5.4 million, uh, some of that estate is taxable. So the uber wealthy that are leaving behind more than $5.5 million, they are getting taxed on part of the estate. If your estate is less than that, there's no taxation on it. So... Hmm. Trump is going to eliminate that and saying we're going to get rid of the death tax. 
of course, Schumer is going to probably jump on that saying, see, you're helping the wealthy. But mm -hmm. my point on that is if you have $5.4 million, you're probably a pretty successful person, and you've hired enough accountants and financial <laughs> right. people, tax attorneys, to figure out how to protect that money from tax in the event of your death anyways. I agree. You and I think, I think one of the funny things is, um, isn't it about 37% of the revenue from taxes comes from 1% of all of the tax returns? Right. So right? This, this damn 1% percent. that Chuck Schumer hates right. is paying over 37% More than a percent third. Right. of the country's taxes. More than a third. Now, speaking of Chuck, Frank, let's, uh, let's cue up the Chucky Schumer uh, comments about that. Now, he doesn't even know what's going on yet with regards to the specifics of the code, mm -hmm. but here's Chucky. The president is sometimes impulsive. He does things. Look at this tax proposal. It's not foreign policy, but what I read in the newspaper, he saw an op-ed and then surprised all his staff by saying, we have to put out a tax plan in a week. Now, this is complicated stuff. By acting so quickly and impulsively, he's going to mess up tax reform. Uh, you know, we've looked at his last hundred days. It's been broken promises after broken promise to the working people of America. The but tax bill tax bill exemplifies that. It helps the very rich and the very wealthy and doesn't help the middle class. It's the same thing on health care. Wrong, Chucky. Chucky, <laughs> anyone under 50000 will pay no income tax. Those people who are currently uh, earning up to 75000 will be in a 12% tax bracket. Today, they're somewhere between 10 and 15. Those people who are 75 to 225 currently are paying 25 to 28 they're going to be paying twenty five, mm -hmm. and those people who are making more than two hundred twenty five thousand as a married couple. Will be anywhere from tw or tw anywhere from twenty eight to thirty nine point six. They'll be dropped to thirty three. So that's where he's going to attack it. He's going to say those are the wealthy people, and we got to go after more of them. So, question to the audience out here: Is it fair? Is it fair that the top one percent pays that big of a percentage of our total tax bill? Some will say yes. Some will say no. Yeah, and if the top one percent should pay more, what's What's enough? <laughs> yeah, what's, is, what's enough? <laughs> you know, so if you live in New York State, you're paying 39.6, plus you're paying state taxes, plus you're paying property taxes on assumably a nice piece of property. Right, and I'm sincerely asking that. Like, what's enough? What, what's the number? Should there right. be a number of 70? Should it be 70%? So if you make a million dollars because you're, you're a motivated person, you'll take home 300000 by the end of the year. Is that fair? I don't know. Is you it? tell us, folks. Call us here at uh, 803 star 930. Let's go to John in Rochester, Mike, and yeah. let's hear what John has to say about taxes. Hey, John, how's it going? Hey, Mike. <laughs> if I'm doing doing good. You, you know, it's a, it's a timely subject, no doubt about it. But uh, uh, the, the key thing is, in Trump's program, will will accomplish this. You've got to... There are too many resources in the hands of government right now. Mm -hmm. It's They've tipped the scale, and it's hurting the country a lot, because government is inefficient and and corrupt, but inefficient. And there's just too many of the resources of the country in government hands, both on a federal mm -hmm. government level. So anything that can get more hands in the in the uh, private sector mm -hmm. into the uh, uh, middle class, the upper class, as far as income goes, uh, is going to help the country because that's where efficiencies uh, move and that's where efficiencies will benefit the country. The, the thing that I would like to see 
is uh, they call what we have today a progressive tax system. Mm-hmm. Right. Maybe not, because when you think about it, if it was really progressive, the high income level tax rates would be less than the lower income level tax rates uh, because of the economies of scale, the principal economies of scale. The more you produce of a commodity, the less it's going to cost for this commodity. So if you're, I remember, remember the controversy with Mitt Romney in the last, in 2012, mm-hmm. where he was only, only paying $13 million <laughs> right, right. in taxes. And they were jumping up and down. Well, that's an effective tax rate of 15%. He should be at 39%. Mm-hmm. The point is, he was paying $13 million in taxes where 50% of the country or 40% of the country was in zero. <laughs> right. Exactly, yeah. And then they, I feel like they had to sheepishly admit that because I think he was still way ahead of some of the other folks out there. Wasn't he even like way ahead of Obama and. Others, I thought. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. And Warren Buffett. And, and oh, yeah, Warren Buffett. He, yeah, I pay more in tax than my secretary. Right. Yeah, it's percentages. It's a percentage game, not dollars. <laughs> so I think that's really the key uh, to any any tax reduction. And historically, and I've looked at the numbers, mm-hmm. in any significant tax decrease, whether you go to Reagan or even uh, Bush's tax, mm-hmm. income tax uh, decrease uh, uh, when he was in office, the, uh, it stimulates the economy, and tax revenues actually increase, even though absolutely reduction in tax rates. So, so uh, right. Less, less. Your point is less in rate, but a lot more revenue and profit because the, mm-hmm. people have more money in their pocket to spend, which is going to drive the economy, drive corporate revenue, drive corporate profits, which then get taxed. Even if it's at a lower rate, it's more dollars. It's a lower rate of more dollars. And historically, if you look at the numbers. That's a result. The tax revenue increases because people are more incentivized to uh, work. And that's that's if you're making twenty thousand a year or twenty million a year. If you say, you know what, we're going to let you keep a little bit more into your household, then yes, logic is that yeah, maybe I won't spend every tax dollar into the economy. Maybe I put a little aside for my retirement. Maybe for my college uh, planning needs for my kids someday. But, yes, there is going to be some savings. And if you lower the corporate tax rates, you're not going to have these corporations setting up overseas in low-tax areas. And, and another thing. Hey, John, John, can we hold you over? We've got to take a quick break here. We're coming up on a hard break. Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot. So, folks, um, you're here with uh, Mike Hayflick and Jeff Boron. Uh, we'll be right back here on WBEN. The following is paid programming. Securities offered through Peak Brokerage, LLC. Member FINRA, SIPC. Investment advisory services offered through Independent Solutions Wealth Management. The financial guys in Independent Solutions are not an affiliate of Peak Brokerage Services, LLC. The political views on this show do not reflect the views of Peak Brokerage. This show is not intended to provide specific legal, tax, investment, or other professional advice. Please consult a professional for your specific situation. This radio show is for informational purposes only and is not intended to solicit or recommend any particular security. The information discussed is obtained from sources believed to be reliable, but its accuracy and completeness are not guaranteed. They're right, right on. Financial guys, your trusted advisors, the financial guys, right on, right on, right on the money. 
It's time to talk money. It's the Financial Guys radio program with local investment professionals Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Registered representatives with Peak Brokerage Services, LLC, member FINRA SIPC. Now, live from the WBEN studios, here's Glenn Wiggle and Mike Lomas. Welcome back. Catchy yet annoying. <laughs> that's one of the comments that was so one of our, uh, I think one of our clients had mentioned, and we said that's perfect for the you know, new the new jingle. We we get some some pretty good texts on that once in a while too. The text board. <laughs> oh yeah, some we can't read, but uh, thank you anyway. Yeah, right? You anyway. Um, I'm so Mike. Before Hayflick. we get to our, our <laughs> special guest, uh, yeah. who's going to be uh, talking about uh, tuition discounts, tuition scholarships mm-hmm. uh, from Sage. Uh, scholars uh let's finish up with john in rochester a few seconds more on taxes and john thanks for holding oh no problem guys you know you had uh senator schumer on earlier mm-hmm. uh, tape of him and i'll tell you you talk about one of the biggest hypocrites in the history of politics he is that he's been in, in some congress or the senate uh for i i think well over 30 years now and uh oh he he has done more him and his cronies and i i'll put i'll put people like john mccain in in that not as yeah. much because john mccain isn't a marxist but schumer has marxist tendencies and and uh because of the policies that he helped institute him and his buddy ted kennedy uh the middle class is suffering right but but of course the, he grandstands on the fact Oh, we don't want anything to hurt the middle class. We want to make this better for the middle class, which is exactly part of the Trump plan. Mm-hmm. You know, but you wouldn't know it from listening to Schumer. Hey, John, we got to cut you off. We got a special guest that we got to get to. All right, have a great weekend. Go ahead. Yeah. So what I wanted to do, I just wanted to say, if you need us throughout the week, you can reach us at six three three fifteen fifteen. Call and uh, speak to any one member of our team. We have so many specialists now. It seems. Um, it's 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 just a great team. Um, John Thur um, and Charlie Sparaza, two gentlemen. I'm actually going to be hosting the Money Talk show this coming Tuesday, and um, they'll be in the TV studio to talk. Um, John Thur, he's a just a brilliant fixed income specialist. CFA, guy. which is a tough credential. CFA yep. um, Money Talks is our program. It's on WGRZ 11:30 a.m. every Tuesday morning. Um, and if you've missed the show, um, maybe you could DVR it if you want to see it then later. You can also check out the financialguys.com website, and you can look at some of the clips of previous segments. Um, also, follow us on Twitter. It's at FinGuys. That's F-I-N-G-U-Y-S. Like us on Facebook. Um, we're going to switch gears now and talk a little college planning. We're talk a little about college. So I'm, I'm honored to bring on to the line uh, from Phil, the greater Philadelphia area, uh, Robert Savette. Robert is a graduate, uh, I think MBA graduate of Wharton College and is working with Sage Scholars, which is a phenomenal program I got involved with about a year ago through my college planning group. And uh, Robert, welcome to the show. Well, thank you very much. Glad to be glad to be with you. All right. So a lot of people don't know about Sage Tuition Rewards. So I, what I want to get to is uh, a few things. And what's funny is when I tell uh, prospective uh, parents that I work with about Sage and the program, and we don't have to answer this now, but they say, that sounds too good to be true. So we're going to talk about those. But first of all, tell us a little bit about how SAGE started and what it is. Okay, sure. Uh, I guess the, the purpose is of SAGE really to uh, uh, get families to, to save more for college, encourage that. 
Um, we do so through a reward program that's like a frequent flyer miles program. And the second uh, purpose is to get kids to consider uh, private colleges, which actually are uh, less expensive than, than families realize. Exactly, exactly. And I always show that to parents when they come in. You know, we look at their personal situation and we say, okay, this is what it's going to cost to go to a SUNY, which is obviously popular in New York State, versus going to a private school, Canisius, Niagara, whatever. And, you know, and here are the tuition discounts that are available. And here's how the net price really works. And, and that stops for parents from saying, don't even look at those schools, which I think is the most costly mistake that uh, families can make is just ruling uh, schools out because of sticker price. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, it's, people don't think of going to college as uh, somewhat similar to, to buying a car. But you, you go to a car dealer and uh, you, you kind of have the expectation, I'm probably going to get something off the list price. Mm-hmm. If you, mm-hmm. you, you apply to a college, uh, a private college especially, you have uh, a significant chance of getting a, a discount from the list price. Right. So, Robert, we set up our, our program with Sage. Uh, I think I met with you probably a little over a year ago. I flew down to Philadelphia, and I actually went down to kick the tires because, you know, I don't want to represent something that I didn't feel good about um, and found out that it's the real deal, real people, and, and it really works. How much did you uh, award in tuition discounts or tuition points last year? Uh, $74.2 million for the uh, high school senior class of uh, 2017 that, that graduated in June and uh, is uh, you know, entering college uh, right now. That's fantastic. That is incredible. The other thing I notice uh, on the website or on our website, sendyourkidstocollege.com, there is a list of the participating colleges with SAGE uh, that are participating in the program for the tuition discounts. And fortunately... There are a lot of schools in New York and in Pennsylvania, uh, which, you know, students in geographically in Western New York, they don't tend to go very far. They might go to New England at the very far. But you got a lot of students attending uh, college in New York, maybe down to Pennsylvania, the Erie, Erie mm-hmm. PA, Pittsburgh area. And, and we've got a great number of colleges. Can you tell us about some of the schools that you're working with in uh, New York State and maybe Western New York area? Yeah, sure, absolutely. We've got... Uh I guess uh, this week it's uh, the total is up to 382 private colleges that we have agreements with in 45 states. Uh, so this is a nationwide program from from Maine to Honolulu, and in, there are 26 New York State colleges that are participating, and 54 Pennsylvania colleges. And in the, the upstate New York area, we have schools like uh, Alfred, Canisius, Damon. Houghton, St. Bonaventure, Wells, University of Rochester, Hilbert, uh, Roberts Wesleyan, and, uh, hmm. and Rochester Institute of Technology. So it's a, a real nice group of colleges. Great. And, and Robert, the uh, maximum awards that a family can can actually earn through working with you know a program like Send Your Kids to College, how is that capped? Uh, it's capped at one year of tuition, uh, and it's the tuition at that time of application. So uh, our most expensive uh, college in the program is uh, Union College on the, the other side of the state near Albany. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Union's tuition this year is uh, $53,069. So you know, that's if, if somebody earns that amount of points and reward points, uh, that's, that's, that's what the cap is. And it's, uh, so it's a little bit over $13,000 uh, a year for four years. And the, uh, the discounts are applied evenly over four years. That's wow. great. 
Now, uh, Robert, this is Mike Hayflick. I was just wondering if um, if a school is part of that program, is it reasonable to think they're not going to then say, hey, well, because we have Sage Scholars uh, you know, uh, tuition program here in our school that we're going to reduce a merit scholarship on them or they're going to take away grants or other types of, of uh, possible funding? Yeah. At, uh, you know, we present the program as a guaranteed minimum discount. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what you're guaranteed to get if you apply, but the college, uh, there's always a chance that the college is going to award you more. Okay. For, you know, if it's a family that qualifies for a lot of financial aid, our points can be blended into the financial aid. If uh, the... Uh, a student is an excellent student and, uh, you know, the high part of the applicant pool and there is merit aid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our points can be combined with the merit aid. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, you, if, if you don't qualify for much financial aid and if you uh, don't get a merit award, uh, you, you still have a chance of getting a, a tuition discount through our program. So I guess, Robert, you know, when I always tell people about the program, I'm very enthusiastic about the program, obviously. With the families I work that have participated, it's worked out fantastically. But the question they always have is, well, wait a minute, where is the money coming from? And, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's not smoke and mirrors. It's actually pretty simple, but I'd like, uh, like to have you tell everybody it, exactly how it works because people say, this sounds too good to be true. That's what I get all the time. <laughs> Absolutely, and that, that is the, the, the biggest objection that you're, you're going to hear from families. Is, is this true? And it, it's, there's no cash that changes hands. It's a discount. So, uh, you know, uh, you hear the term that a college uses for scholarships, such as an athletic scholarship. This is, it's the same type of thing. It's a discount. So the family is just paying less in tuition. That's what the guarantee is. Right, and the reason why a college would want to work with SAGE is because that discount makes that college look more attractive. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, uh, if if colleges uh, you know did not give those kind of discounts, uh, they wouldn't attract that type of students. And you've mentioned merit awards before. Uh, typically, uh, a college will give a private college will give merit aid to a percentage of the the, the, the entering freshman class. It's the top applicants, mm-hmm. and there might be some sort of tiering that. Uh, you know, the, the top applicants, uh, some of them might get $20,000 off guaranteed and the next group 15 and some, uh, you know, 12.5, some 10, some 7,500. And, uh, you know, uh, this, this way, the, it, it's who does, who does the, uh, you know, enrollment executives, who, who, who do they think or do they really want, want to apply, want to attend? Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. Right. Uh, the other thing is the timeline, because this is, I've seen a couple people, they're very disappointed. They got to working with us a little too late, and uh, they missed some deadlines. So that's always disappointing. So that's why I think we've put in a program where um, we want people to start working and planning for college before it's the last minute. Uh, can you go over, I know we have to have certain timelines for individuals to enroll in the program and then to actually get the points awarded to their account. Um, you know, backing up the timeline, the um, the points have to be in the student's account uh, at you know, September 1st of the start of the high school senior year. The points freeze then, and the family has to uh, submit the points at time of the student's application. That's that's the requirement. Just just so the college knows about the reward points, uh, a college doesn't want to do the financial aid award package more than once. 
so that's important with the timeline. Mm-hmm. And there's a general enrollment deadline uh, that, that could be June 30th after the uh, junior year or September 1st before the start of the, the junior year. The, the colleges want to, you know, are, are trying to market to this group of students. And what, what is the, the downside of the program? And we don't, we don't think there is uh, much at all. No, I don't, I don't think so either. And, yeah. and uh, folks listening to the show, if you want to get more information, there's specific information about our relationship, sendyourkidstocollege.com. Or you can give me a call at 633-1515. Come on in the office, and if you attend one of our workshops or you come into the office for a one-on-one consultation, that immediately awards 500 tuition points and gets you started, gets your account activated. Robert, uh, thanks so much. So uh, last year, what was the most one student was awarded? Um, It's probably, uh, you know, 53,000 points. (laughs) Okay. It went to Union College, right? Yeah, yes. Yeah, that's one of the expensive ones. All right, Robert, thank you so much for joining us on the weekend. I hope you have a safe uh, holiday and, uh, you know, enjoy yourself on Monday and back to the office probably Tuesday, right? Absolutely. Thank you for uh, time to get back to work. Thanks a lot, Robert. Thank you for joining us. Fabulous. Good stuff. Sage Scholars, um, more information from that, call Jeff Bohr on 633-1515. I think we're going to take a quick break here. Um, We are the financial guys, Mike Hayflick and Jeff Boron sitting in for Mike and Glenn today. Hope you're having a great Saturday of Labor Day weekend. Um, you might be at the Wing Fest. You might be at a concert festival. I know my daughter Madison is there with a bunch of friends. Some names of bands that I might not even be able to pronounce. Hopefully, but I... join yourself. <laughs> we'll be right back. Uh, you've got the financial guys, Mike and Jeff. Alrighty, welcome back. You like that one, I can tell by the head bobbing. I love Peter Gabriel. <laughs> love Peter Gabriel. Love old Genesis. I, oh, I could listen that. to that anytime. Uh, here, here. This, these are the the, the bands. I guess. I, I guess they're bands. Maybe they're just individuals. These are at the Taylor Made Music Festival here in town. Uh, started at one end on Canal Side. So I was joking with Jeff because here are the names: Travis Scott. That's an easy one. Two Chains. Waka Flocka Flame. I love that one. Keys and Crates, DVBBS, PNB Rock, Bill Saber, Dolo, Chillin', and Smoke Perp down at TaylorMade Music Festival at if, Canal Side If today. anybody knows what those what those <laughs> bands sing, please let us know. Give us a call. Got to be hip-hop. And uh, I know the Wing Festival's going on, too. I had heard all the ads uh, this week There's for so that. many things. There's an Irish festival, I heard. There's a Wing Fest. Yeah. Uh, there's the concert series. And looking out the window, and looks we're in pretty the studio nice. looking out the window. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, it, you're joining us in the car. You're going somewhere good, somewhere fun. We're definitely. talking a little bit about college planning right now um, before we take a break. You know, a couple things. One of the things that I always share with parents when we're talking about college is some of the myths or some of the things that I see parents doing wrong. And mm-hmm. if I if I if I can claim fame of doing something right, it's stopping parents from doing something wrong. Oh yeah, and it can save I mean literally, and it sounds like a commercial, but you can save them thousands, thousands of dollars. and thousands There's, of dollars. You know, it's the one part of my practice that all of us at the financial guys do 
retirement, investment management, but then we all have special skills and special skill sets in a, in a particular area. Mm-hmm. Mine happens to be college planning, but it's the one area where my, of my practice where I can say to somebody, look at from what we did, I just saved you this many thousands of dollars. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we can be great money managers with our team, but it's, it's sometimes difficult to say, here's the difference we made in dollars. And legally, no it's, it's tough to do that as well. So um, what I always tell parents is just come on in and see our group to understand what we do. From a financial mm-hmm. side, the biggest mistake I see parents make is, well, I make too much money to bother with that. I have two answers to that. First of all, let's say you're going to send your son or daughter to Union College or Cornell or one of those schools. And you're a family of four, your typical Western New York family of four, and your income's $250,000. So you're living pretty well in Western New York at $250,000. Hard to believe, but you will still qualify for financial aid at those schools. Mm-hmm. Why? Because they want you. <laughs> well, not only that, but your it's called your expected family contribution. Mm-hmm. The calculation of how much your family is expected to pay or can pay sure. is actually below the price of going to those schools. Mm-hmm. We were just talking to Robert Savet from Union, uh, from Sage Tuition Rewards about Union. Mm-hmm. Tuition's fifty three thousand, folks. That's not room and board as well. Let's tack on another thirteen thousand dollars. Let's tack on some books. We're we're all in there for right. well in the sixty five to seventy thousand dollar range per year. Right, and fees, and, and and that's not traveling back to wherever your hometown is if you're not from Union. And right, right, uh, fees up. So. You know, but many of the parents in Western New York, we we happen to be a very, very fortunate area because it's not a high cost living area, but we're using systems that are developed for the entire country. So Mm -hmm. you can live much better in Western New York for $100,000 a year than, let's say, in Chicago or New York City or San Diego, where you'd pretty much be living in a in a shed or a cardboard box with a hundred thousand dollars right right so if it's income based needs planning we're in a better position than almost every other place in the country because of our cost of living is so low and what that does is enable us to go to private schools oftentimes for the same cost as going to a SUNY or going to a public school. Mm-hmm. You mean uh, the free colleges? School. Yeah, the free, the free colleges. Sunnies? Well, that's, that didn't quite work out as planned. What's funny is you don't hear Andy Cuomo up there talking about how great the program worked. You know, it was no. announced, but, um, you know, there are students, uh, and I did have some families actually get the Excelsior Scholarship. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did all the application process for them, and a couple of them got award, but many, many of them did not uh, because they're incoming freshmen and they're low prioritized. Mm-hmm. Um, priority is on returning students. And that that didn't include room and board. And no, fees. or fees, right? Right. So, so the most always, expensive yeah. part, if you look at a SUNY, you know, roughly six thousand dollars tuition, three thousand dollars in fees, and then room and board is you know somewhere ten to thirteen thousand dollars. Right. The tuition is the small part of the whole uh, of the whole gig. Again, the devils are in the detail. <laughs> you yeah. you want to know what you're getting, and we I know have often talked about this, Jeff. You more, uh, I guess, more extensively for sure now with your your great team. Um, the social, academic, and financial fit. That's it's, right. It's like we're going to have uh, stool. we're going to have Natalie Beeline from Indigo, who's part of our extended team, on after the after the hard break at mm-hmm. uh, two thirty to talk about what I always consider the most important part of college planning. And that is picking the right college, the right major, right career. Actually, you should mm-hmm. go career major college in that order because 
Blowing that will cost extra years of college, which is where the real cost, the real money comes in. Right, right. Hey, just a couple public service announcements, all right, because that's what we do. Uh, For all the drivers out there, especially new drivers, 16-year-olds, and uh, even, uh, you know, 17, 18, you're not used to those school buses yet. They are going to be out there, so pay attention and don't text while you're driving, okay? Honestly, you can wait. Wait till you pull over. Do the right things. Let's save some people's lives and maybe uh, save some you know, nasty injuries. This, one more this public weekend. service, uh, Mike, is Uber is up and alive in New York. Love it. I used it last Sunday so that both Molly and I could both have a couple cocktails when we were <laughs> out. And it is fantastic. That's great. It's Absolutely awesome. Fantastic. So, folks, if you're going to be out uh, celebrating, partying, having a good time, give Uber a call. Awesome. We're going to take a quick break here. If you need us throughout the week, 633-1515. You're listening to the Financial Guys here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Welcome back to WBEN News Radio 930. Um, we are the financial guys, Mike Hayflick and Jeff Boron, sitting here laughing. I literally, I had tears coming down my eyes. Um, looking at our text board, Jeff. What do we? Yeah, so fo- folks, <laughs> if, you know, just to describe the studio, we're sitting here with the microphones in front of us, a bunch of monitors, and there's a big monitor up in the, the corner that are text messages from our listeners, and uh, a lot of lot of messages about the jingle. I love, I danced to the new jingle. It's mostly annoying to liberals, so good job. And then uh, I was going to text a song, should have gotten some younger singers, and it sounds like a line dancing party <laughs> at, at the, the villages. At the villages. <laughs> I was laughing. But, but you know, that's okay. We all have opinions of these things. Um, catchy yet annoying, and we did get a text. Um, that person who, who had said that was not a client, he had said, but... Uh, and I thought, well, you should be. You should come on in and see us. You know, if you need us throughout the week, if you think like us, um, 633-1515, come through and do a homework process. Sometimes I hear of people who never really went through a formal process. And I always say it's about people, a process, and then the products. If any advisors are out there leading with product, run. Run, run fast. Run fast. <laughs> what? What? It's funny because when I sat down with a client the other day and our homework process takes probably about 20 minutes for someone to do, but it really lets us understand your situation. And they said, well, the other firm uh, didn't make me do this. And I said, mm-hmm. well, if you went to the doctor and said, I've got this pain in my leg mm-hmm. and it's like a sharp shooting pain. Um, and I don't know what's causing it. And the doctor, the first thing he reaches in his top pocket, pulls out the prescription pad right. and, and says, here, here's a prescription without testing, without looking, without checking your blood pressure, nothing. Right, right. That's the equivalent of not doing homework. Absolutely. Someone not understanding your situation, coming up with a solution before they know <laughs> what they're trying to do. And then worse, the doctor, instead of even doing that, he just goes, oh, here, take this. This is what I take. <laughs> right. <laughs> and right. You think, this is what I take. You here, think to yourself, my... wait, you don't, you don't know me at all, and here, I'm not going to take what you take. Here, Mary, here's my blue pill. <laughs> Honestly. you know, And, and that's uh, being completely serious about this, folks. It, it really does take a planning process to then make informed decisions. And we do this every day. Um, we manage money for a living. Of course, here we have a lot of fun. 
It's where money meets politics. Always an open mic session, too. And, and um, please feel free to call here, 803-0930, star 930 from your cell. No matter what you're doing, if you're on a cell phone right now and you're attending or, um, I guess, heading to a concert, you might not hear us at a concert right now, but um, feel free to call. Just a couple of little public service announcements here. Jeff, you're going to have a Triple A College Planning Seminar on Wednesday, September 13th from 6 to 7.30. Uh, that's at the AAA location at 100 International Drive. We also have a big uh, annual, <laughs> I feel like Donald Trump there, a huge or a big league, a big league, a a big big league <laughs> second annual financial super forum. We were doing Saturday, November 4th. That is Saturday. It's an all-day event at the Buffalo Marriott. It's on Millersport Highway. It's going to include a live broadcast of our show. And it's going to be kind of an interactive 2 to 3 p.m. hour with Mike and Glenn there in person um, taking questions. Um, we're going to have some s- a special guests. I'm not going to tell you who it is yet. We're just finalizing some details. But um, we're going to have a lot of fun. So if you want to attend Jeff's College Planning Seminar, the Financial Super Forum on Saturday, November 4th, call right now, 633-1515. Just leave your name and your phone number, and someone will get back to you to confirm. Uh, we are closed on Monday, Labor Day, um, Tuesday But the phones morning. are open, messages are there. So while you're thinking Absolutely. about it, go ahead, give us a call. Absolutely. So um, we're going to, again, continue talking a little bit about college planning right now. Right. So with us is a special guest, uh, Natalie Beeline, who is from Indigo Consulting. And what Indigo is is a process that was first developed for corporate uh, America. And uh, I actually went through something similar to this process way back when I was in corporate finance, but it's been refined. Uh, I'm going to let Natalie tell a story, but it's the tool that we are using in the system, I should say, and more the hands-on approach that Natalie gives of helping a student decide a career, a major, and a college. And folks, it should be in that order. What do 99% of the people do? They pick the college, then they figure out a major, and then they figure out what can I do with that. <laughs> totally the wrong way. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, I see students, I see families say, well, my, my daughter's going to go to Brockport. And I say, why? Um, well, because we looked at the campus and she liked the way it looked. We have no idea how that fits with right, the student's right. profile, their career goals are made. In fact, they might not even know what career they're going for or what major they're right. going for. Right, and I, I'd have to just, this is very quick, but my my journey from high school into college, the, into my first semester was, hey, Mike, you are good at math and science. You should go work with computers. And I thought, what? how did that equate? I don't get it. And so I ended up in a somehow pre-engineering program and I was awful and I said what am I doing here I don't I don't understand what that calculus teacher is doing and that was a that, so, was, that was a few dollars and a few hours oh of gosh. time and put you back a little bit so Natalie yeah. welcome uh, welcome to the show glad to have you on thank you Jeff thank you Mike hi Natalie so Natalie can you tell uh, the listeners a little bit about what indigo is I know you're the only person in New York State I believe that that is using the system or is licensed or authorized to use the system for one-on-one for students. Correct. So we, we are based out of Colorado, and we are a recent startup, but the assessment is 30 years old and, like you said, did come from corporate. Our main goal is whole school implementation, and we are in a few schools up here in New York and growing, but we also have the option of doing Indigo Advising one-on-one, and I am the only person um, given that ability to. In right. New York. Hmm. So what, wow. what exactly is Indigo? So Indigo starts as a survey but actually what it is real nice and simple it really allows us to know 
who the child is and what is their genius, basically, and uncovering that and putting them on the path of who they are. No kidding. Okay, so so give us a give us a real world explanation of what that means, Natalie. So there's four sciences involved in indigo. We have the Hartman value profile, which is all their social, emotional, their self-esteem, their confidence. We have their motivators in the assessment. Uh, what are they motivated by? This is what gets them out of bed in the morning. This is their passion, the engine underneath the hood. Then we have the disc, which is made famous by Dr. Sprenger. Uh, mm-hmm. That's your personality, how you communicate, how you show up when you enter a room. And then we have your strengths. So what exactly is this student, what, are, what skill sets do they have developed? Because if you have a developed set of skill sets, you should look for a career where those skill sets are utilized 80% of the time. We like to go with that 80-20 rule. All right. I like the, I, the really nice thing I like about this is that you're really you're asking for the student's input instead of the student hearing, hey, because I'm a dentist, I think you should be the dentist uh, in the family right. too. Or you're good in math, so you should be an engineer. Right. right. It's uh, it's often what what not only what are you good at, but what do you aspire to be good at, right? And I and I can again, I can just tell you when I was. In corporate world, the first couple years of working, I was deathly afraid to talk to people. I did not want to stand up in front of even two or three people, but inside I longed to be that leader. I longed to be that general manager, that vice president who was standing there presenting. And now you got to pull you out of the front of the room. <laughs> I know, right. No, so, yeah, so, Natalie, yeah. I know a lot of parents out there will, will talk to their son or daughter, and, and their son or daughter say, well, I did something like that at school. And I know Indigo is very, very different than some of the programs that we see in our school. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the differences between some of the programs that the schools are using today versus how your uh, consulting effort with Indigo works? Typically what schools use is one or two of those pieces. I mentioned we use four sciences, so this is the most comprehensive educational tool on the market. Mm-hmm. There's so, not another assessment tool out there that uses four sciences. And it is not self-reported, meaning most of the assessments that uh, schools and students use are going to be, do you like to work with your hands? Mm-hmm. So in other words, you can say yes, you can say no, this child still might not know. The way these questions are posed, it is, they're not open-ended questions as such. There's more ranking and, uh, and more of a Likert scale. So it's very different in, in how, we, how those answers appear. Right, and aren't most of the ones that the high schools are using today more of a skills inventory, so I'm good at this or I'm good at that? Correct. Right. Clusters. They just give you clusters. So our inventory, hmm. there are no two results the same. So even in the MMPI, right, you're going to have those career clusters. There's 16 career clusters, and they're great. These are all great tools. By all means, I'm not putting any of them down. Mm-hmm. But we are going to give each person, and it could be 3,000 people, it could be 10,000 people, everybody gets a customized report. There is no clustering. So this is very, very detailed uh, assessment. It's a very, very detailed result report they will all receive. To a 19 to 26-page report all about who the child is, what are they motivated by, what are their strengths. In the very last page, we run that algorithm and it actually narrows it down to majors and careers they would be good in based mm-hmm. who they are. Mm-hmm. Great. Let's blow off this break. I think we could, but well, let's blow yeah. it off. Yeah, let's that blow okay, off. Frank? All right. All right. Frank, awesome. we're, we're doing in the break. Um, Natalie, can you explain? So Indigo is now part of the Send Your Kids to College team that we uh, run of our office in Waynesville. 
And it's an integral part because what I see it doing is the most costly thing I've seen when it comes to college is the fact that students are not graduating in four years, they're graduating in six. And every year costs roughly $60,000 because you, you have extra cost and you have lost income. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the process when, when you work with one of our students and sit down with a student and actually work with the whole family, what are the steps that, that someone has to go through in order to be successfully complete the Indigo program? And it's really simple, and it can really be customized. Some, what happens is I email them a link, talk to the student, email the student a link, they take it on a computer, then we have our first meeting where we unpack the results, what does all this mean, hmm. and then our second meeting we really do a deeper dive into what careers do they align with, and then by the third meeting, and I'm giving them a lot of resources along the way. I mean, many, 17, 20 uh, pages of resources to utilize in the process. And then by the third visit, they're really narrowed down majors and, and colleges that have these majors that really suit the student. And I give them a rubric, and they go off to these colleges, and then they can see which colleges rank from high to low on this rubric. And it does take work on the student's part. Mm-hmm. I have a magic wand, which I wish I did, but <laughs> they all... You know, they leave with resources, as I said, and they have to take the deeper dive themselves as well. I think she just described our financial planning process. I mean, almost right. to a T. It's yeah. like kind of empower people to do something because, let's face it, it affects them. Right. Um, what, at what age now, Natalie, is best for this, for this to happen for a student? So I'm going to say middle school, and we actually do now have a middle school version. It goes all the way down to sixth grade because the nice thing is you can actually start intentionally planning the courses you take in high school Mm. on who you are to even have more exposure and understanding but with the process with send your kids to college really i mean ninth grade eighth ninth tenth no later than tenth okay right um we have had some juniors go through but mm -hmm. you know it's squeaking them through at the at, at the at the last minute um unfortunately the human nature that we experience is people wait till oh, my gosh, college is a year away. And that's when they start doing their, quote, planning. Um, we'd like to start planning earlier, but the reality <laughs> is, um, you know, you can only push strings so far. It's sort of like retirement planning when you turn yeah. 58. Right, right. I better <laughs> start thinking about retirement. I want to retire I better put 62. a little money away now. No, it's a little late. So it's, it's uh, the, so the actual work that the student is doing online is, what, about 45 minutes to an hour? Yes, yes. But it, it's funny. Students take it much quicker because they don't overanalyze, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. They overanalyze everything. So it takes about 35 to 45 minutes. And what, what's neat is, Natalie, I know you talk about meetings, but, you know, uh, some of us folks, you know, we're not quite into the, the new world. Some of your meetings are actually done uh, via Skype or, uh, you know, online. Zoom meetings, yeah. Zoom meetings? Okay. Uh, I'm sure students would know about that. So, you know, the fact if you do live in the outskirts and uh, you want to go through this process, work with Natalie, doesn't mean you have to drive into Winnesville for the for the couple meetings uh, that are going to be one-on-one. Those can be all done online and, and interact the same way. Hmm. Jeez. If you're just tuning in, too, folks, if you just got in your car, turn the radio on. This is uh, News Radio 930 WBEN. Uh, we are the financial guys. Mike Hayflick and Jeff Boron sitting in for Mike and Glenn this weekend. Hope you're having a great Saturday of Labor Day weekend. It's a beautiful day. Um, we're on the line right now with Natalie Beeline of Indigo, which is a great way to assess a student's not only skills and potential, but also um, help geared them toward the right, what is it, Jeff? What what uh, the, sequence? The right career, 
major, and college. Career, major, then college, not in a different order. Um, again, I think it's always about in, it, what, increasing the probabilities of success. There's no, exactly. like Natalie alluded to it, like you don't have like a crystal ball that says, oh, you will be perfectly you know, uh, suited for this college socially, academically, financially, and in four years you're going to graduate. There's no guarantee, but if you can increase the probabilities of success, boy, you might save thousands and thousands of dollars. And, and let's not, let's not uh, um, I guess, forget this. Maybe they'll actually enjoy their college experience, right? Because they should enjoy it. It should be something that they end up really liking and come out with some optimism, right? Right. So, so Natalie, the process that, that's been working really well for us is the fact that you come out with some colleges that really fit that student. And then I work with the family, primarily the parents, going through the cost and how the financial system will work for them and you know, show them what, what schools might work better for them financially um, because that's a consideration we all have to take. You know, you might have a dream college, but if it's going to cost the student $200,000 of loan debt, maybe it's not the right college. That's right. Okay. Natalie, you have a good weekend, and I guess we'll see you. I know you're going to be speaking at our Super Forum uh, as we do our college planning breakout, So, mm-hmm. uh, and we'll probably see you this week. Oh, yeah. Natalie's in and out of our office quite often, especially now everyone's back in school mode, right, as we hit September, and once we get past Labor Day, it's sort of back back to it. September hits, and all of a sudden people get back in school mode, even thinking about college in the future, so that's when we start getting really, really busy. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So if you need to talk to Natalie, uh, Natalie, you have a direct line. You want to tell everybody how they can get in touch with you directly? I do. My phone number is 716-946-4500. Or if you need to, you can contact Natalie through our office at 633-1515, and she'll be sure to get right back to you. Terrific. Natalie, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks again, Natalie. Thank you. Talk to you soon. Yeah. All right. Bye-bye. All right. We got a call from Charles in Hamburg talking about the cost of college. So, Charles? Yeah, let me get, um, I just wanted to repeat that number. So again, Natalie Beeline, you can reach her through our office, 633-1515. Here was her direct number again, though, folks, if you went reaching for a pen or pencil. It's area code 716-946-4502. That's Natalie Beeline for student positioning in the whole college planning process. If you want to reach us right now, we're going to speak to Charles in just a second. 803-0930, star 930 from your cell. And Charles from Hamburg, how are you, sir? Hi, pretty good, thanks. Hey, good. Thanks for calling. I'm wondering about uh, something I've never heard a good answer for, the uh, reason for the uh, cost of college increase that outpaces just about any other metric that uh, we use for anything. Uh, You're you're right, Charles. There's a lot of speculation (laughs) about the cost. Maybe health insurance costs, right? Health care. If you look at the inflation of college, it's inflated dramatically higher than even healthcare. We focus so much on healthcare, but we're not thinking about college. Mm-hmm. A lot of the speculation, uh, Charles, is the fact that when the government got involved with student loans, and it's a very profitable area for our federal government to be involved. A trillion plus. Yeah, there's right a now trillion plus in of, student, of student loan, loan debt, debt out there. Uh, yeah. That you know, it's hey, just sign here and you can go. So cost is no it was is no object. Go ahead and you know, it used to be years and years ago where cost was a major factor because you were financing or your family was financing primarily out of pocket and very little loan debt. Now students are financing a huge chunk of their education through student loans and they've made it easier for the students to get these loans 
which I don't like because I see the aftermath. Unfortunately, families that didn't work with me prior to sending their son or daughter to college, they're now calling me. Their son or daughter has graduated, and they've got 160 or 180, or let's say even eighty thousand dollars worth of student loan debt, mm-hmm. and a lot of that debt is at eight, nine, ten percent interest. I had a family coming the other day. One of the loans was over twelve percent interest. Oh my goodness! And the reason being is, a lot of students are defaulting on student loan debt because not that they're bad people. They just don't have the income. Mm -hmm. You know, they're not getting the dream job. They may not even be working in their career. And all of a sudden, the student loans come due, and there's just nowhere to repay them back. And I I posted something on LinkedIn the other day. Most families don't know that above and beyond the Stafford loan, which for the first year is Mm $5,500, parents will have to co-sign for those student loans. And that's always a shocker for parents. They had no idea that they're going to co-sign that. And what that means, it affects their credit, Mm -hmm. it affects their future ability to borrow. So student loans, I think, Charles, are probably the biggest uh, component of that dramatic increase in cost of college. Is there any way to fix that? I mean, how how does it, what what do you do to to slow that down? Uh, They're they're really, you know, unless colleges start, what's going to happen, though, is as there's more competition coming from some of the SUNYs, you're seeing the private colleges discount more. Mm -hmm. So they might have a $64,000 sticker price, but through different ways that we can do things, they might discount down to $20,000, $25,000 to be competitive. Because the biggest threat to a school like Canisius is a school like UB. Mm -hmm. It's not Niagara, not St. Bonaventure. It's a school like UB that will give you a degree and, you know, for a lot less sticker price. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you have uh, time for a comment. Maybe Oh, sure. For a comment from you uh, uh, on uh, the, you know, the other side of it that is never mentioned. I saw a gentleman uh, interviewed, and this was, uh, you know, before recent history of the government getting uh, involved in the student loan process. And uh, he was a dean of a college, um, the president of an association of deans. He wrote a book that made all the other deans hate him, saying that uh, they raise college rates just because they can. <laughs> because they're, they're awash in money. There are uh, colleges that have a billion dollars in, in trust funds. They're still mm-hmm. looking for money and so on. So I think there's uh, more to it than just uh, you know the government uh, you know trying to get on the, get in on the cash from students. No, I would agree with that, Charles. In fact, there's a statistic out there that says Harvard's endowment. Now, Harvard's endowment fund has 28 full-time money managers, guys like (laughs) Mike and myself, 28 financial professionals managing the money. That's how large that endowment is. In fact, the endowment is so large that every student attending Harvard from now to perpetuity, forever, could go there for free. But they guard that money like, you know, (laughs) they, they need it tomorrow for groceries. I guess like anything, if people, if the supply is there, then, um, the, or, you know, I guess, or I should say if the demand is there. If the demand is there to go to Harvard, then people are going to keep paying that, that price tag, right? Right. So, so sometimes it's just don't go there. <laughs> it's too expensive, right? Just don't go. And, you know, and you've got to be rational, and, and you've, you've got to look at college as an investment, and investment has to have a return. Mm-hmm. So what we do when, when we work with families is we look at what that career goal is, what what the salary expectations should be 
and fit the college to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's some rules of thumb that we use, like, you know, don't don't take out student loans in excess of one year's worth of salary. Right. So if you're going to make if you're going to come out of college with a thirty thousand dollar a year job, don't have more than thirty thousand dollars in debt. And if you're looking at schools and the way things will work out, that you're going to end up with eighty or a hundred thousand dollars in debt, let's redo our homework and let's figure out some some different options for you. It's it's really funny because you you might not go out to a like a fine dining restaurant without knowing that you're going to get some kind of a discount. Maybe you go to a happy hour for appetizers because right. you know they're going to be a few dollars less in that time frame. But then when you go off and send your kids to college, you might end up paying like thousands and thousands of dollars without really questioning it at all. <laughs> You're right. It's incredible. Right. Charles, thanks a lot for the call. We really appreciate thanks, it. Thanks, Charles. Guys, all right. See ya. All right. Great, great calls. Um, we get great calls from all of our listeners, so we always appreciate that. Um, geez, we're already winding down pretty soon. Yep. Um, Jeff, Folks, you, if, yeah, you, yeah. if you need us through the week, uh, we do manage money for a living. What makes our firm a little bit different, I guess I, I'd say a lot of, di- a lot of different uh, mm-hmm. things. The main thing is that we've departmentalized, and uh, that, was a, that was a vision of Mike and Glenn way back when, realizing that there's no one person, no financial advisor that can be an expert in every single area, kind of like a medical practice or an attorney's mm-hmm. office now, they'll have different expertise in different areas. So we have, obviously, myself that does uh, focus on college planning. Mike Hayflick, who's a certified Social Security claiming strategist, one of only a few in New York State. We actually have two in our office. Yeah, we do, uh, and one is out in Rochester. So we have three out of the four in New York. And um, and I'll, I'll tell you, it's it's interesting to me because people will say, wow, that, that sounds like real complicated it isn't because if I'm dealing with it every day, just like you're talking to people about college planning every day, the details come to mind pretty quick. You know? Right. You so see similar cases the, all line up the same way. Yeah. We've got a, a division that just works with uh, police officers, state troopers, firemen called Shield 457 mm-hmm. run by John, John Habstro. Yep. Uh, Ron Reinstein is a certified divorce financial analyst. So not that uh, you want to say, hey, honey, let's uh, make an appointment with Ron. But uh, if you're contemplating a divorce, mm-hmm. before you start spending 300 bucks an hour in attorney's fees, stop in and see Ron get a little bit of help. Yeah, so um, we, are, um, we are so pleased to be here again, Jeff and I. We enjoy the heck out of this every, uh, every time we get to fill in. Um, remember to tune in next week with Mike and Glenn. Um, and also watch Money Talks this week and every Tuesday at 1130 a.m. on WGRZ. I'm hosting the show this week. I was really pleased to be able to go ahead and uh, do that. Esther, the tax lady, is up next. Uh, For Jeff Boron, this is Mike Hayflick. Have a great Labor Day weekend.